Okay, welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome to MPL Legal Dish. <laughs> this is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Um, Toby, <laughs> sorry. If you're uh, if you're wondering who I am, I'm Natalie Pierre Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of MPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself um, get your business paperwork together. So things like uh, you know making sure that you're registered with the state, having EIN numbers, having DUNS numbers, making sure you have contract templates ready, getting operating agreements, hiring policies. I help you put all of those things in place and get them in order. Why am I qualified to help you do those things? And why do I help you do those things? I'm qualified because I am a licensed attorney, have been one for 14 years and counting. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have great business ideas. And if you're going to be successful in business, and if you're going to be able to access money and services and programs, as a bus- there's, there are some things that you need to know as a business owner, and there's no way around it, because nobody's going to come and give you that information. Except for me. So that's why I'm here. Hey, Violet Owl Creations. Hey, 76 Grim K. Hey, Future Fat Boy. Um, Yes. So that is what I do. And if you are in the beginning stages of your business or if, you know, and you need help creating that strong foundation or even if you've been a while but you've just kind of been winging it and you need some structure, that is what I do. So you're going to want to go to linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm and book yourself a free 15 minute consultation if you're a first time client. Okay. There you're also going to be able to download the free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. And as well, Many of my video trainings are available at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. So for those of you who need an EIN number, I have an EIN workshop that where I take you through the entire process that you can purchase. Uh, if you need a DUNS number, I have a DUNS number workshop that takes you through the entire process. If you don't know how to put together an operating agreement, I have an entire training on that. And as well, I have business startup basics that basically, basically gives you a crash course in how to be a boss. So Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is where you're going to find all things having to do with me including my ladies my ladies my ladies next weekend i am going to be a featured speaker at the power of three women's virtual summit uh it is going to be an empowering time with lots of um experts from different fields and it is completely free to attend excuse me oh excuse me I don't have corona y'all <laughs> oh thank you latanya latanya said natalie will get you together yes that's what i do Right. So ladies, if you want to um, be surrounded by like minded women and be edified and empowered and educated, go to the link in my bio Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and register for the power of three women's virtual summit. It's completely free. OK. All right. That's enough about me. Let's talk about the show. If you are new, here is how the show works. Okay, so I pull stories from the news, stories that you guys send me. Y'all be sending me in my DMs. Y'all are really popping in the DMs these days. I love it. Um, Stories from blog sites, and I pull the ones that have lessons that we can learn as business owners. Um, Next Level Veteran, that conference that I, that's a conference that I was invited to speak at. um, And it's a women's, uh, it's a women's conference. I, I have no control over that. But um, I there I was supposed to speak at another um, 
event prior to COVID that was open to to all. But the next time I have an event that's open to both men and women, obviously I'm going to promote it. But at this time, the only event that I'm at right now is a women's conference. Okay. Oh, thank you, Latanya. Um, Ali, join the event. All right. But to the show, I pull stories from them. We discuss them. So I want y'all to comment. I want your questions. I want your comments. I want your ideas. Okay. Hey, Miss B. Stokes, this is a time for us to learn from each other. This is a time for us to discuss. This is a time for us to ask questions. So don't be afraid. There's no stupid questions as long as you're respectful. Okay. So we are going to get started. That was a pretty long intro, but that's okay. All right. So the first one is a quickie and it's kind of a bittersweet um, story. So we all know that, uh, you know, George Floyd, he was murdered by a police officer um, a couple of weeks ago. And um, in the aftermath, there there have been a lot of things that have been happening. Um, uh, and we you know that we heard stories of people trying to trademark George Floyd's name for, you know, a number of different reasons. People who had no connection. But on the flip, on the n- nice side, uh, George Floyd's Philonese Floyd, he has uh, filed a trademark application for the phrase the George Floyd Foundation, and it is in the um, in in the industry of teaching and advocacy. Philonese Floyd wants to create software, downloadable software, um, to teach people about police reform, uh, do documentaries, and also have uh, digital materials to help um, foster, you know, um, better policing and just overall more safety for the community. So Philonese Floyd, George Floyd's brother, he is taking what is a tragedy and trying to turn it into, um, you know, a, a, a learning experience for everyone else. So they are, so they are starting a nonprofit and they're doing the right thing. They're trademarking the name so that nobody can use it. Okay. Hey, King me 22. I see you out here. Um, but yes, but, um, George Floyd, the George Floyd foundation is officially filed. So look out for, um, you know, I'll let you know if it's approved. I don't see why it would be because it is, it is being filed by people who have a connection to George Floyd. Remember you, if you are trying to file a trademark for something that is well known, but not connected to you, most likely you're not going to be successful. So let's just say, and I know that, you know, it's, it's trademarked. Yes. Hey, TV more. We know it's trademark, but let's say I wanted to trademark, um, Beyonce's name, okay? We all know Beyonce got her stuff locked down, but let's just say for some reason Beyonce didn't, and I want to trademark Beyonce. I don't have any connection to Beyonce, and if I'm trying to trademark Beyonce in the realms of music, entertainment, or anything like that, I'm going to be shut down because they're going to be like, girl, you don't know Beyonce. Why are you trying to trademark her name? But in this case, it is George Floyd's brother. He has a direct connection to him, so most likely his trademark application is going to go through. And, you know, we want to wish that family peace and prosperity. They've gone through a lot. So we want to wish them positivity going forward, okay? But that is going to be the saddest part of the show. Everything else is uphill from here. All right. Do we have Megan and Harry fans in the house? If you have been following the Sussex Royals, well, they're not Royals anymore because they gave up the titles. If you have been following Megan and Harry, give me a crown emoji, okay? If you have been following Megan and Harry, give me a crown emoji. <laughs> Thank you, Destiny Enrichment Center. 
Now, if you have been living under a rock, <laughs> Meghan and Harry, of course, they are the former Duke and Duchess of Sussex. Uh, Harry is the grandson of Queen Elizabeth and son of Princess Diana. And as you know, they thank you for the crowns. They gave up their royal positions because they did not like the way that the media was treating Meghan. And they said, bye-bye, England. Hello, Canada. Um... You know, and they're trying to move forward. Now, um, initially when, when they were leaving the, uh, the royal family, they tried to trademark the phrase Sussex Royal, but because they are no longer royals, they couldn't do that. So they decided to file under another name called Archwell. A-R-C-H-E-W-E-L-L was inspired by their son, Archie. Um, they said that the, um, the word Arche, A-R-C-H-E, it, um, the, um, the original meaning of the word means source of action. Thank you, LaTanya, for the crown. Um, but, and when, when they filed for Archwell, I was like, oh, shoot, well, this shouldn't be a problem, right? <laughs> Next level veteran said, I renounce my throne. Yes, Harry renounced the tr- throne for his woman, okay? He said, I don't need y'all. I need my wife. <laughs> yes. But uh, Meghan and Harry's application for Archwell has actually been rejected by the United States Patent and Trade Office. Um, Now, never fear, this is not a big deal. They were served in a regularity notice, which can happen when you file for a trademark. It doesn't mean that you've been denied. It's just that they're saying, hey, we've got some questions about your trademark, so we're, we're not comfortable moving forward with this process, right? And... Why was the USPTO uncomfortable with moving forward with the trademark process? They said that the area that um, Meghan and Harry were trying to trademark Archwell for, it was too indefinite and overbroad. They said, we need you to be more specific about what you are going to do with this Archwell Foundation. You haven't given us a clear picture of what type of of charitable work you're going to be doing, what type of services you're going to be offering. So the USPTO basically just said, skirt, hold on just a minute. We need you to come back, explain this a little better before we move on forward with this application. So my friends, if you ever file a trademark application and you get an initial rejection because of irregularities, Do not fall out the window. Do not despair. It is not over. It is just the USPTO telling you, hey, hey, Cynthia 39, Um, it is the USPTO saying, hey, we don't really get why you're trying to trademark this, so we need you to clarify it for us, okay? The USPTO is always going to give you an opportunity to amend your application and fix it so you can try and move forward with your trademark application, okay? So just because they say no the first time <coughs> doesn't mean that it will uh, that that you, you're not going to get it, all right? Do we understand that? If we understand that, give me a thumbs up so we can move on. And while we do that, yes, Latanya, you need to be exact. You need to let the let the USPTO you know, let the USPTO know why are you using this. <coughs> So let me get some thumbs up before we move on. While we do that, to those who came in a little later, you are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Two thumbs up. Awesome. Uh, I We do this Monday through Thursday. It is a way for us as business owners to understand the concepts that can seem a little bit, you know, out there. And we use 
ex- fun news, exciting news, celebrity news to teach it. All right. Why do I do this? I'm a business formation specialist. I like to help um, startups get started. I like to help you get your business paperwork in order. All right. So if you need help with that, go to Linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm. Go book your free 15-minute consultation. And if you want to watch back episodes of my show, I want you to go to Linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm and uh, subscribe to my uh, YouTube to my YouTube channel and my podcast. Okay. Um, all that's available at Linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm. Thank, hey, Bob Muhammad Hip Hop Show. Thank you for all the thumbs up, guys. I'm glad that we all understand that, okay? We are moving on to our next story for the night. Is anybody a 2 Chains fan in here? 2 Chains. Uh, mm, mm. uh, um, did, did anybody listen to Pretty Girls Love Trap Music? I like 2 Chains music. I don't know much about the guy, but I do like his music. I see him online sometimes, and I think he has, like, you know, a really nice, distinct flow. I like his raps. I think he has clever ways of saying things. He's a great storyteller. Do we have any other 2 Chains fans up in here? Y'all don't like 2 Chains? <laughs> yes, Titty Boy. He his 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 first name before he was Two Chains. His uh, his uh performance name was Titty Boy. Um, I don't know why it was Titty Boy. Uh, anyway, uh, but if if any of you are in the Atlanta area, um, oh, thank you. Natalie likes helping you get them bags. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. All right. So if any of you are in the Atlanta area and you are a Two Chains fan. Uh, you may know that Two Chains has a, re- a a restaurant with two locations in Atlanta, um, and you see that the, the episode is titled "Why Didn't You Just Name It After Yourself?" Two Chains named his restaurants Escobar after Pablo Escobar, the notorious uh, drug kingpin. Um, in those restaurants, he has paintings of Pablo Escobar. He has items on the menu named after Pablo Escobar. So apparently, Two Chains is a real big fan of Pablo Escobar. Here's the problem. Um, <laughs> he all right? Okay. Here's the problem. Pablo Escobar, his name and his likeness, they are owned via trademark by his family. Now, Pablo Escobar is no longer with us, but his family still controls his image and his name through trademarks. And because Two Chains has named his restaurant, both of his restaurants, Escobar, and has pictures of Pablo Escobar in his restaurant, all of which are protected by trademark. Pablo Escobar's family is trying to sue Two Chains for ten million dollars. Now they they haven't had the trademark long. I think they've only had it for a couple years, but it's still their trademark. So now they are going after Two Chains for naming his restaurant Escobar, which led me to the question: Two Chains, why didn't you just name your restaurant after yourself? You're a famous um you're a famous entertainer. You have an interesting story. People like you. Why would you name your restaurant after someone else? And someone as notoriously famous as Pablo Escobar. And my second question is, where was 2 Chain's legal team 
And why didn't they do any research to figure out if it was going to be a problem to name the restaurant Escobar? Somebody on that team need to get fired. Um, Latanya Williams said he need permission. Ain't no future in his front and he will be paying them. Um, so as far as I know, 2 Chains has not responded to these allegations, but this is what happens when you don't do your research and when you violate someone's trademark. They can take all your money, all right? Now, regardless of whether Pablo Escobar was a good guy or a bad guy, he was a famous guy, and his family wants to, um, wants to capitalize off of that fame, and they did so by trademarking his name and license, so good for them. And for two chains to go and name his restaurant after a name that is trademarked, where they have done, I don't know how many documentaries they have done on Pablo Escobar. I don't know how many books they have written on Pablo Escobar. But for no one on your legal team to be like, hey, maybe we should rethink this name. I feel like it's a problem. What do you guys think? Um... Latanya Williams said, who come in there saying 2 Chains? It sounds like a strip club. That's where 2 Chains music started. 2 Chains music started, it was music that you heard in strip club. And he just made his way out of there, right? But still, 2 Chains, at least in Atlanta, because 2 Chains' restaurants are both located in Atlanta, he is a big enough name, and he is a well, well-known enough celebrity that he could have named his restaurant after himself or anything else. Why Escobar? Even, um, don't T.I. and Tiny have, uh, have a, uh, have a restaurant out in, um, in Atlanta? They didn't name it after, after nobody. They named it something that was, you know, real cute and simple. 76 Grimcase said, definitely a problem. Change the name. Next level veterans said his legal team is too dumb. Even I know that. Right. So, so is, so do you think that he just didn't discuss it with his legal team? I find that highly unlikely. I feel like from what I have seen of 2 Chains in the media, he seems to be a savvy business guy. Um, Latanya Williams said they set him up. You think his legal team set him up? I don't know. We don't know. We'll, we'll have to wait and see if uh, 2 Chains releases some type of statement. But as of now, Pablo Escobar's family is looking for about $10 million from 2 Chains. So let's take a quick vote here. How he has a messy legal team. Mm, we're going to have to do some research on that. Um, so let's just do a quick vote here. If you think that Pablo Escobar's family is going to get the $10 million, give me a one. If you think they're not going to get $10 million, um, give me a two. Because Pablo Escobar's family is looking for $10 million from 2 chains. Do you think they're going to be able to get that entire $10 million because... Two chains named his uh, restaurant chain after their uh, ancestor. Bob Muhammad doesn't think that they're going to get the money. Destiny Enrichment Center said they're going to get something. So, and uh, you picked one. Okay. Next level veteran said two. Atalia said two. Okay. So a lot of you don't think that they're going to get the ten million dollars. Bob Muhammad Hip Hop Show said they'll settle. Yeah, they'll probably settle. They're um, two chains. Uh, Seventy six Grimcase said. One, I think they will get something. Uh, Italia said probably be some settling. I think so too. I think that two chains will probably have to end up selling 
I mean, not selling, but changing the business name um, and probably breaking off the Pablo Escobar family, maybe a few hundred thousand, maybe a couple million. I don't think they're going to get $10 million from Two Chains. I don't know how long his restaurants have been open. So we don't know if his restaurants have even, you know, broken even. No matter how famous you are, it takes a while for a restaurant to start turning a profit, right? So... Latanya said, too, she doesn't think that they're going to get the $10 million. Yeah, I doubt they're going to get the $10 million. But I would say with 99.9% certainty that 2 Chains is going to have to change the business name unless he, like, licenses it out from them. Uh, Latanya says we'll get cl- they'll get close to it. You think they'll get close to $10 million? We'll have to wait and see. Okay. So... We are moving on to our final story of the evening, and this story kind of hurt my heart because it involves, you know, my fave Beyonce, and, you know, I don't like to hear bad news about Beyonce. Do we have any Beyonce fans in the house? If we have Beyonce fans in the house, give me that emoji with the two girls dancing. Um, the emoji with the two girls, they're in the black leotards with, like, the head things. If you are a Beyonce fan... Give me the emoji of the two girls dancing. I'll call it the single ladies emoji. Okay? Um, Now, while you guys do that, I'm going to explain to you why this story really kind of had me. Um, So you know that not too long ago, maybe like a... Was it even a year ago? Um, Yeah, I think it was a year ago. Beyonce and her husband um, came out with an album called... uh, Everything is love. Um, and they had, it was a, it was a collab album between the two of them. It was like, you know, a real, like, I'm in love with you. Let's be, you know, we married and doing all this stuff kind of album. And they had some really cool songs on there. Um, (laughs) Bob Muhammad said he's a Beyonce fan by default. Wife made him go to three of her shows. That's right. You have a very smart wife. Okay. She's giving you good music. She is enriching your life with all the Beyonce-ness. Yes, I love these emojis, the dancing girl emojis. Thank you, Beyonce fans in the house. Okay, so y'all know about the Carter's album, Everything is Love, right? And there was one particular song on that album, Everything is Love, called The Black Effect, all right? And the first minute of the song, you hear this woman with a beautiful Jamaican accent talking about what she thinks about love. Um... And this one-minute clip is getting Jay-Z and Beyonce into a bit of trouble. So on the song Black Effect, the woman that you hear in the beginning of the song talking, giving her thoughts on love, her name is Lantoinette Steins. She is a renowned dancer. You love that song, that song of veteran? I love it too. Um, She is a renowned choreographer dancer and actor in Jamaica. She has her own dance academy. So she's no slouch. She's an older woman. She's been doing this thing for a while, okay? Um, She was approached by Jay-Z and Beyonce's team to find dancers for their On The Run 2 tour. Um, And while, you know, they were on the search for dancers, she was asked to record her thoughts on love for promotional purposes, meaning this would just be to promote the tour. It was they um she she wasn't told that it was going on any music, right? Um and uh yeah, 
So then, you know, she, she did the recording and she's like, oh, that's cute. And then the, the Carter's album comes out and she listens to it and she hears her voice on this song. And she's like, hola, 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 hola. All right. Hold up. You guys told me that this clip was going to be used for promotion for the tour. You didn't tell me that you were going to use my voice and my thoughts to go on a song that is going to make you a lot of money. So, Lantoinette Steins is suing for damages. She's also suing because she wants credit on the song. Apparently, she wasn't credited on the song. Um, and she also wants royalties from the song, right? Um, and all of this, if, if this went down the way it happened, she's totally entitled to it. You cannot have an agreement with someone to use their intellectual property for one purpose and then use it for another. Um, Latanya Williams said, they always seem to appropriate someone's stuff without permission. You know, I love Beyonce. It's really hard for me to say something bad about her, but this is not the first time that we have heard of someone complaining that they have not been given due credit for something that appeared on one of the Carter's albums, right? So, Lantoinette Stein, she's suing for credit and damages and royalties, and <clears throat> the one thing that really kind of made me feel ugh about this is that Lantoinette said that she feels artistically raped um, with, uh, by what the Carters did. And I take issue with that because I don't feel like rape is a term that you should use loosely like that. You can feel violated. You can feel, you know, um, you can feel taken advantage of, but to use a word so strong as rape for me is really a lot. But if things went down the way Lantoinette Stein says it did, she is definitely entitled to some money. Next Level Veteran said, money hungry in my opinion. Is that the same chick from the beginning of Flawless? No, that is a completely different, um, that is a completely different album. And the, the woman who was on Flawless, her name is Chimamanda, I forget, I forget her last name, but she is actually, um, a pretty well-known author, um, and, uh, she, she's well-known in literary circles. Um, but this is the first time I've ever heard of Lantoinette Steins. Um, and Chimamanda was given credit on the Flawless song. Lantoinette Steins is upset because, one, they didn't tell her they were going to use her voice for a song, and they didn't give her credit on the song, right? So, um, Jay-Z and Beyonce might have to come up, come off a little bit of money to Antoinette to, you know, appease her, um, but... When these stories have come up about Beyonce or any other artist, they usually go away pretty quickly because, um, you know, there's a settlement. Somebody pays you a couple hundred thousand dollars. You're like, okay, let me take my check and go away. Um, but do you guys think that Lantoinette Steins would be happy with a payoff? Or do you think that she is going to want the full credit for this song? What do you guys think? What do you think is going to happen between Lantoinette Steins versus Jay-Z and Beyonce? Because it's not, it's not, it's, you know, it can't be denied. Her voice is on the beginning of the song. So unless she signed a document and she didn't know that, you know, she was releasing all of this stuff to be used however they want, Jay-Z and Beyonce, you know, they might be guilty of copyright infringement. So what do you think is going to happen?
with Lantonette Steins and and the Carters. The Carters. What do you think? What do you think? Mm. I personally think that they're going to settle. I think that they're going to offer her a lump sum if things went down as it says and they're and they're not trying to fight this. I'm pretty sure that they're just going to offer her a lump sum. And I also feel like Jay-Z and Beyonce are at a status where they're not, they're not, um, 76 Grimcase said she deserves the full credit, but will probably settle. Yeah. And I feel like Jay-Z and Beyonce, they're at a level where they don't get involved in these aspects of their dealings. So this is probably uh, somebody on her, on their team dropped the ball and didn't let old girl know that they were going to use it. Right. I don't see, I, I really find it hard to imagine that Beyonce or Jay-Z are running around with release agreements trying to get people to sign it. They have a, they have a team of people. Um, <clears throat> next level veterans at full credit. She had an intro, no rap, no. Well, they use a, an entire minute. They asked her specifically, tell us your thoughts on love. And she gave them a whole minute of, you know, speech. They recorded it and listen to the song, the whole beginning. Okay, Latanya Williams said full credit and a settlement, and they profited highly. They did profit highly. Um, Everything is Love did very well, right? Um, So yeah, regardless of whether Lantoinette was singing or rapping or whatever, her voice is on that song. Remember when Blue was born, all you, um, there's just that little thing of Blue, you know, gurgling or cooing or whatever on that song, Glory, when she was born that Jay-Z did. And she got a credit on that song, right? So if Blue can get a credit when she's barely a day old for cooing on a song, why shouldn't Lantoinette Steins be entitled to her credit because she gave them an entire minute of content for that song, right? Do we agree or do we not agree? Hmm? What y'all think? What y'all think? What y'all think? Yes, but um, I think that... Uh, <laughs> I think that Jay-Z and Beyonce are probably going to settle very quickly with Lantoinette, especially if they want her to help them find dances for another tour. Um, I hope she gets all her money. And as much as I love Beyonce, you know, girl, you got to make sure them documents are signed. You got to be on your team. This is like, this is a bigger example of B. Simone, right? B. Simone, she was not watching her team and she had to take the L. Jay and Beyonce, nobody's looking at your team. They're looking at you. So you have to take the L and you need to make this right, right? Okay. So, are uh, we all good? Give me some thumbs up because we that was our last story. Any questions, any comments about the stories? We talked about the George Floyd Foundation. Megan and Harry's initial trademark application has been rejected. Two chains getting sued by the Escobar family and Jay-Z and Beyonce getting sued by a choreographer. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much, Next Level Veteran. Okay, see you next time. But um, those were the stories that I had for you today. Uh, we're not on tomorrow because it's Friday. I don't go on on Fridays. We'll be back here on Monday. I want to say thank you to all of you who watch, who participate, who watch the replays. I appreciate all of you so much. Um, Make sure that you go to Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm to go peruse my digital products. For those of you who are in the startup phase of business, there are a lot of, there are a lot of puzzle pieces that you have to put together and you don't necessarily have the time to go learn them for yourself. So I've got digital trainings out there to help you get your EIN numbers, your DUNS numbers, your operating agreements, 
get your contracts together. Um, if you want to book your free 15 minute consultation, all of that is available at linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm. That is the link in my Instagram bio. It is all over my page on Facebook. Um, so that is what I'm going to leave y'all with on tonight. Um, I will see you on Monday. Have a wonderful weekend. Take care of yourselves and we will be back, uh, next time. Bye guys.